when I was coming, this song just flowed. And the Lord told me that somebody is going to fight their Goliath this coming year. Amen. Not everybody, but somebody. All the years of your preparation, God will bring a Goliath your way. And you will bring that Goliath down. And then your fame and fortune will be released. Somebody will fight a Goliath this year. I believe I will fight my Goliath this year. And because of preparation of 2018, like David, when you face your Goliath, you will say, you filthy Philistine, uncircumcised Philistine, you are coming down. When the time comes, don't run away. Hallelujah. Somebody here is going to face a Goliath this year. And that will catapult you to certain great things. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of challenges. You can only be promoted in challenges. And the Lord told me something as well. This one it doesn't sound good. God told me after this that some people will repeat their class. Not everybody. I don't know. But I'm just giving you God's word. That is a good message. Some people will repeat the class. What it means is this. Certain things that you should have conquered last year that you didn't, you will face, you have the opportunity to conquer in 2019. So you repeat that class. Some people will kill their giants and be going, you know, so I don't know, but I'm telling you the things God told me before I teach. I want to kill my giant. My time has come. Hallelujah. But for somebody, they're going to repeat a class. I don't know. Hallelujah. And when you are repeating the class, please don't cry. How many of you took your driving lesson test twice or four times? I took my four or five. I can't remember. I repeated five times. <laughs> but I didn't give up. You understand? So even when it's a repeating, it's good for you. Because if you don't pass the test and they take you to the next class, it will overwhelm you. So just flow. And I want to encourage, because of that, make sure that in 2019, everything you need to flow through, flow through so you are not repeated in 2020. Is that a good word? Yeah. Amen. So we thank God for that. But some giants, you, some of us will kill some giants, eh? Amen. And your fame will just go abroad. Amen. Chris, may you kill your giant 2019. Amen. And may that cause your fame to go abroad. Amen. Yes. Some people begin to kill their giants. Hallelujah. Some to be repeating the class. It's good to repeat. You know, God's school is not like England, where they promote everybody according to age. The girls one is like a back home in Africa. If you don't pass, you don't go. You can see somebody with beard in class two. He's been there for years. Ah, you see your father sitting with his son in the same class. <laughs> you've, been, you've been in the Christian faith for 20 years. Somebody just came two years. You are still on the same level. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. In 2019, things must change for us. Hallelujah. The other thing is this. We should not get overly excited because we are entering another day. It's just another day. Because it will be, if you are married, it will be the same spouse. You will not change. Hello? Nothing new. It will be the same children if you've got children. It will be the same job, the same job. Some of you may get different, but it's the same job. It's not going to change. Is that not so? It may be the same or challenges. Is that not so? Yes. The same God, not so? 
The same devil is not so. The only thing that majorly changed two things is just the calendar. And then what you will do to change. That's what I'm more interested in. Is when you change things. God told me when I was writing some things that he said, I am waiting for my people to just take action. To just take a step of faith. It's not God who is delaying us. It's you and I who are what? Delaying God. And in the coming year, in a few hours' time, you begin to fly in Jesus' Amen. name. So you make sure you change. Hallelujah. Certain things are going to remain the same. You'll be living in the same house, won't you? Yes. Same street. Yes. <laughs> but you, as a person, can change. And when you change, things around you what? Will change for you. And that is the most important thing. Are you getting me? All the good wishes, and they are wonderful. God wants to bless. God wants to increase. But we must come into what? Divine alignment with God. Hallelujah. I think before I, I, let me see whether I finish the things that I've. One of the things God also told me was that God has not finished with you yet. In Philippians chapter 1, 16, God has not finished with you. And in chapter 3, I think verse 3, it says this, forgetting those things that are behind. You have to forget the past. And look forward. You can't change the past. Hallelujah. Amen. I said you can't change the past. So don't dwell on what could have been and what should have been. It's gone. Look forward. Hallelujah. You have another year, another opportunity. Don't gravel of what did not happen. Amen. Amen. Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind, I press on towards the high call of God. For my person, don't allow the past to hold you. But God has not finished with you. He's still working in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want us to stand. I want us to give thanks to God. It's good to give thanks. Someone said, but we're giving thanks already. It's not enough. We can never give enough thanks to the Lord. Are you here? Yes. So we're going to sing one or two songs and give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Lift your voice and begin with thank you. There are so many things you can thank God. The fact that you have fingers, you can speak, you have breath. The fact that he's seen you through. The fact that the future is bright for you. The fact that God has forgiven you all your sins. Hallelujah. Give him thanks. Let God hear your voice. Let the heavens hear your voice. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We honor you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. God likes people with a grateful heart. The Bible says, let God hear your voice in the thanksgiving. You know that somebody can say thank you and he doesn't mean it. Okay, you say I should say thank you, thank you. They are words. But the voice in the West is not correct. 
You understand? Yeah. So can say, thank you, Kabina. Thank you. You can know that the voice in the West. You want to make God your voice in your thanks. Let God feel it. Then God will just say, ah, what can we do for Hermione? Mm. Like the, the Elisha said, what can we do for this woman who has been giving me a house, always passing through, taking good care of me? He called Gehazi, what can we do for her? Then Gehazi said, she hasn't got a child. Call her, come. Woman, let's say by now you have a child. May God call you like that and tell you, you also, your hour has come. So let God feel your thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Ramasa. Thank you. I'm a forever grateful Lord. I'm forever thankful Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Give glory to God. Thank him. Mention the things you want to thank him for. Mention the things. Thank you for your husband. Thank you for your wife. Thank you for your children. Thank him. Thank him you got life. Thank him. You've got a job. Thank him. Your sins are forgiven. Thank him that your future is bright. Thank him. Let God feel it. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We are forever grateful. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. You, we're going to sing this song. You are God from beginning to the end. Do you know it? Aha. Then get it in your key and then let's flow. Hallelujah. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God. All by yourself. You are God. You are God. From beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God. All by yourself. You are God. From beginning to the end, there's no place for argument. No, by yourself. Hallelujah. Do you know the verses? Give me the verses. They don't know, but I want to. I want to speak the verses. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. You've got times and seasons in your hands. Do you know it properly? Yeah. Give her a mic. Stand and just sing with me. Hallelujah. Come and come and stand here. Today, Paulina is shining. This is your hour to shine. Hallelujah. Sing the verses for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go on. Give us some. You need to the end. No place for argument. Come on, shine out. From beginning to the end, there's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Sing the verses for me. I like the verse. In your hands. Yes. 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 You don't need a man 
you are. You have chosen me. Call me in Lord. Say it one more time. God, beginning to the end. No place for argument. You are God of mine. One more time, you are God. You are God. From beginning to the end. No place for argument. You are gonna buy yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. Give Paulina a hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like it. God has got seasons. It means that from January to December, everybody, every one of us, our seasons and times are different. What God has for us to reveal to us. As long as you are flowing with God, you can be sure that your future is very bright. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. I want to really give thanks to God because thanksgiving opens more doors. Psalm 92, verse 1. The Bible says it's good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to his name. You see, miracles are happening as you praise God. You don't have to ask him for anything. But as you praise him, things are working. Hallelujah. And then we sing another song of thanksgiving. I think this one, you know it. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. You know it. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank Jehovah Almighty. We thank you. I say we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. the best ways to give thanks and praise God. You have to imagine God, you see. Imagine your imagination. When they say you say you, as if you are before God and God is seated on his throne and you are say, Father, I thank you. Then you remember some of the things God has done for you in this year. Yeah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jehovah. Oh, I thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jehovah. Oh, Yes, thank you, I thank you, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jehovah.
thanks to him just bless him just bless him just bless the name of the blessing for who he is he's a faithful God he's a merciful God victory belongs to him honor belongs to him riches honor promotion coming from the Lord hallelujah hallelujah we bless you Lord thank you Jesus hallelujah three belongs to Jesus Victory belongs to Him. Victory belongs to Jesus. Yes, Lord. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him, yes, Lord. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that victory is ours. See yourself also victorious through Christ Jesus. You are victorious. You are victorious as well. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. The king, no one can, no one will. Yes, Lord. Oh, oh, victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him. Oh. Say victory belongs to Jesus. You should also add, you should personalize it. Victory also belongs to me. Hallelujah. Because all the victory Christ won is for you and I. So victory is yours as well. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that Jesus is on our side. We thank you that, Father, you are for us. We bless you, Father. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. You may take your seat. Just try and play for me, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Just give me strength, hallelujah. I will give you the controlling verse. And if you can let that verse, I think, um, guide you throughout this year. It will bring a massive change to your life. Go with me to 
Second Chronicles chapter 26, verse 5. I believe that um, if you can let this verse control you, or you flow with this verse throughout 2019, you will see great results. It says this. This is speaking about King Uzziah. He sought God in the days of Zechariah. Zechariah was the high priest who had understanding in the visions of God. That Zechariah was like a kind of a mentor to him who gave, gave guidance to Uzziah the king. He sought God in the days of Zechariah. The interesting thing is that I'm not going to go into but this is our guidance scripture. Later on, when Zechariah died and different things, Uzziah did not end well, very sadly. People begin well at and they don't end well. But listen to what the Bible says. And as long as, see, as long as, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. That is you and me, our verse for 2019. As long as Hermione sought God, God made her prosper. You can't prosper yourself. Only God can make you prosper. And the condition was this. As long as Uzziah sought the Lord, it means that he pursued God, he hungered, he ran hard after God, he honored God. As long as he did that, the Bible says God made him. I can't make myself prosper. The prosperity, I'm not talking about money. In ministry, in home life, in every area of your life, everything you put your hands like Obedidom, everything he did was blessed. If you're going to have that, you must seek the Lord. God, I like, God made him. Khadija, you are hearing that. You cannot make yourself. God made him to prosper. As long as he sought the Lord, Chris. As long as he sought the Lord. And at the time when you are seeking God, it may appear as if what you are what? Losing. As if it's not working. It's working. <laughs> this is our guide verse. Don't come and ask me in, in uh, February, what, what is the Lord saying? This is what the Lord is saying. It's Second Chronicles 26.5. Second Chronicles 26.5. Yes. I, as long as John Dompre sought the Lord, God made him prosper. You know that at times there are certain enemies, God stopped the enemies from your life without you realizing it. Because you have a heart for God and you seek God, God at times prevents so many things in our life that we don't even know. This is our guiding scripture. And I'll share a few things if there's time. Uh, if not, I'll carry on on Sunday. So I want to use Joshua as an example for this. And I got this message from a friend, and it ties in with everything that I'm going to share with you. Preparing for a glorious year. I didn't hear any amen. I've told you already that there are angels in this room. Haven't I told you before? Yes. That your amen makes the angel deliver things. You don't see them, but they are here all over. When you say amen, you say, I believe. You are the, the angel will dish you one gift. Receive. You don't see, but it's happened. I'm telling you. You think angels are not here? You think God is not here? What do you think God is here for? To help you and I. So when you say amen, so I say, I'm saying it in my heart. No. Let the angels hear your voice. Amen. <laughs> 
preparing for a glorious year. So let's see Joshua chapter 1. I want somebody to read for me when I need you to read. So somebody with a nice juicy voice that is nice and beautiful. Who's got the bass voice? I think Chris, you read for me, yeah? Okay. So I will read. Then if I need you to read, you, you read for me. Make sure we can hear the manly voice, not a feminine voice. No, let it be strong like a man. <laughs> Joshua chapter 1, verse 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them to the Israelites. Moses, that is a new season. God is saying to Joshua, look, Moses is dead. I told you, forget what? The past. Moses' reign is over. Moses' season is over. It is now your time, Hermione. So arise. And whatever God has told you, you must take whatever God has given to you to cross over the Jordan to the promised land. Amen. This was an exciting season. And listen to me carefully. Wherever God will lead you, he will give you the grace to keep you and to give you the victory. Amen. Unless God is not the one leading you, you are leading yourself. Wherever God leads you, and God gave the, the, uh, the strictures or the parameters of what he was telling Joshua. And all of us must discover it's not everything that we are called to do and to be. So we must know what God is calling us in 2019 to be and to do. So God tells Joshua, a new season has arrived. For some of you, I told you, you will kill what? Your Goliath. God will bring an opportunity your way and you would, God will use you to do such a miracle. Eh? You'll be, <laughs> everybody around you will know that God is with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So in this coming year, I think I want to read verse 3 tonight. Uh, Chris, just help us read that one. Read verses 3 tonight and I'll give you a few points and then I will end with God is with you. And then we'll pray and give thanks. Hallelujah. You don't even have to stand. You can sit there as long as they can hear you. So relax. <laughs> just go on, Chris. Three to nine, please. Joshua 1. I promise you <laughs> what I promised Moses. <laughs> Wherever you set food, you will be. And the land I will be giving you from the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east of the Mediterranean Sea. In the west, included all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you. And as I was with Moses, I will not fail you. As I was with Moses. Yes. <laughs> you see, personalities change. People come and go. People come and But God doesn't change. And God is saying, as I was with Moses, I am with you. So focus on God. As long as he sought the Lord. God, I like that. I don't know what he did, but God made him prosper. Not Pastor John. Not your boss. Not the prime minister. God made him prosper. God is promising Joshua, as I was with your spiritual father Moses, I am with you. Moses did all that he did because I was with him. Mm. Not because he was Moses, he was special. No, 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 no. Mm. 
I don't know what they does, but it does something to me. God is with me. Feel like come and try. <laughs> All I need is God on my side, on my side. Say, Joshua, relax. Don't be afraid. I am. Even I like it. I am the Yahweh, the unfailing God, the self-existing one, the one who has no beginning, no end, the one who is everything. It's with you. The one who has all the riches. Read, read uh, I think, First Chronicles 28 and see what David said. Say, oh God, to you belongs all riches, promotion, power, victory. It's all yours. He's telling you it's with you. Why should you be crying? <laughs> As I was with Moses. That is what will make you kill your giant. Because David knew that God was with him. And this Goliath before me is coming down. This giant is going to fall. And it's going to be a massive fall because God was with him. The new call that God is giving to you and I and to this church. Let it be a bit lower. We are going to go forward because God has promised he's with us. So God tells Joshua, Joshua, I am with you. I want to say a few days before you carry on. It means, listen to me, expect new doors to open to you. Because God told Joshua, everywhere your foot shall tread. I'm giving to you. Amen. God will give you new opportunities. Amen. He said in Isaiah 45, Lo, see, I have crushed the iron bars and I've smashed the, the brass gates. I've set an open door before you. Go through, no man can lock it. Yes. Because I'm the one who has the keys of David. When I open, nobody can shut. And when I shut the door, nobody what? can open it. Some of you will begin to enter into a new place that God has promised you. So expect new doors to open to you. Please don't expect small little doors. I'm not talking about small little, little things. Expect some giant, giant one doors to open to you. That you'll be pinching yourself. Is this me? I never knew it was like this. It's that kind of things. And you will know that you couldn't do it ever in your own strength. Those are the kind of things you believe God for, not the things you can do yourself. Joshua, I'm telling you, but listen to what God said. Everywhere the foot, your foot what? Will tread. Now let me ask you a question. Two things must happen here now. It means that Joshua, in his imagination, must see what? All, he must see in his mind's eye where his foot what? Is going to be. And God will give him the boundaries we'll see very soon. That is number one. Number two, he had to also physically what, do what? Battle to win the territories God has given to him. I told you on Sunday that there are certain factors that you and I need to be able to fulfill God's dream for what? Our lives. As for God, he is with us. He will do whatever he, but usually it's what we do that cooperates with God for us to enter our promise. So number one, Expect new doors. Number two, God is in control of your boundaries. I think you read that one. Where he said, from the river, what? From Lebanon to Euphrates. I'm giving you, God is the one who demarcates or demarcates where your influence will be. Hello? Amen. Some of you, your influence will be international. Amen. Some of you to be national. Amen. Some of you to be global. Amen. Some of you to be local. It doesn't Amen. matter. God is the one who says it. Mm. So wherever God put you, just be happy and stay there. So God gives him the territory that he is going to control. In fact, the more you read Joshua, I think from 18 or 13, God tells Joshua, God comes to him and says, Joshua, I gave you the land. You haven't taken this yet more land for you to take. Is that? It means that God was expecting Joshua, was expecting Life Center to have taken certain territories. 
But we haven't. Not because God is the one delaying the thing, but it's be you and I who are delaying the thing. So God is the one who have to set what? The boundaries of your territory. You can read it. That is in verse 4. Then in verse 5, he says this. I will be with you and fight for you. Nobody can stand you. It's if you are operating within your jurisdiction, eh? nobody can conquer you. But if you go outside, it's dangerous. Hello? And that is why it's always nice to find your territory of operation. You know, in the military, we have what? Captains. Is that also? We have colonels. We have generals. Then we have what? Field marshals. What a field marshal can command, a captain can command. Hello? Oh, are you here? What, I'm, what God is trying, what you and I need to know is this. We've got certain ranks God has given to us. You, need, you and I need to operate within what? Our ranks. And as long as I'm operating within my ranks, no devil, no demon can overpower me. But if I go outside my territory, it's a bit tricky. This year, I pray God will know the territory you're operating. God will reveal to you how and where and who to operate with, God will tell you. Amen. God will not leave you blind. Amen. God will not leave you clueless. Amen. Hallelujah. And God says, no man, verse 5, will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. May I get that promise? Amen. May an angel appear to me tonight Amen. in a dream, in a vision, mm. and say, John, my son, my God, Zabrondaya. I say, Lord, what sayest thou? <laughs> and the Lord will say to me, so and so and so. I say, thank you, Jesus. Then I know no man can stand and conquer me. No demon, no devil. Hallelujah. If you operate in your territory, God has made a promise to us as a church and to you as an individual. No man will be able to stand against you. Number four. It says in verse six. He says, be strong and what? Can you read Chris? Strict, verse 6 quickly. Be strong and courageous. For you are the one who will lead this people. You are the one. Yeah. You will be the one. Hallelujah. Yeah. Who will lead the people into what? Possess the, land. possess all the land. That I swore, swore to, to their ancestors. ancestors. Listen to me. You know what that means? It means that God is saying this. Don't allow the devil's schemes to discourage you. Why would God tell him be strong? And be courageous. It means that certain things will happen that can discourage you on your journey. Please, I told you, every year is the same. Mm. That's why God has told you, go and take. God told Joshua, Joshua, Kabna, be strong mm. and be courageous. Why am I telling you that? Because you may face some enemies that if you are not careful, will discourage you, you will give up. Yes. I pray this year you will not give up. Amen. If you think the battle is over, find somebody and pray with them and let them encourage you. This year, may you have encouragers all around you. People will lift your spirit. And may you remember the word of the Lord. God is with you. And God is telling you, don't be afraid. Uh, you will win every battle. Hallelujah. If you can believe. So we God tells me, be strong, John, and be courageous. If God tells me that it means that any battle I face, any situation I face, I should remember that God is with me. Amen. Diane, God is with you. Amen. Do you know the interesting thing? Joshua never heard the voice of God 
For the eight, 80 or so years he worked, and 40 or so years he worked, or 60 years he was with Moses. Never. He was always serving Moses and sitting at the temple, at the tent of meeting. He never heard God's voice. But when Moses died, God spoke. Some people will die in your life, not talking physically. <laughs> some people will, be, will come away from your life, and then you hear God's voice. You know, at times some people are running, that's why you're not hearing God's voice. I'll give another example for you to know that it's true. Moses, uh, sorry, Abraham and his what? Lot. Lot was his nephew. Uh-huh. After God spoke to Moses, Moses was winding around with Lot. God he told him, don't go with everybody, just you and your family, just go. But Lot was around. And God orchestrated a strife between the workmen of Lot and Moses. Sorry, uh, Abraham. They were fighting. Then Abraham said, look, please. Let, we are family. There shouldn't be any fight. You see the land, it's all before us. Take the one you want. Just choose the one you want. Then Lot, he looked at London, New York. He looked at Lagos. <laughs> he looked at Jamaica. Train town. No, 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 no. I want New York. <laughs> Paradise. <laughs> Abraham said, take what you want. Abraham looked at the other side, desert. Jamaica, Kingston. Nigeria, Lagos. Abiyokuta. You know? <laughs> uh, so Accra, Ghana. It doesn't look nice. Abraham said, I have God. I don't care where you put me. If God is with me in the desert, I will prosper. Oh, my God. Da, 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 da. He said he took the land where there was nothing. And the Bible said, Abraham say, happy. Take the best land, no problem. All I want is that God must be. Look, brothers and sisters, what did you pray for? Like Uzziah, seek the Lord and let God be with you. Amen. And we saw in the end who prospered. Immediately, Lord, God, the land, they move. You know, the Bible said God appeared to Abraham. Now, Abraham. Lift your eyes and see. God was not speaking to what Lot was around. God, Lot was going to create problems for him. At times, God has to remove certain people around you so you can see. Oh, yes. And at times, we don't understand these ways of God. And we cry and scream, we want the person back. You should thank God that the person left you. Hallelujah. You should thank God that. I was going to say something that just. (laughs) Maybe this for somebody. On the tape, not you here. You should thank God that your wife left you. You see? She packed her bag and left. Now God is going to speak. You should thank God that your husband left you. Oh. (laughs) Can I tell you stories about some of the great men and women of God? How they operated. Some of them. Their spouses was a major... I'm not saying pray that your spouse died. Please, I beg you. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just giving you some example. Go and ask John Wesley. Go and ask William Carey, the greatest missionary from London to India, who built hospitals and schools and universities, everything. You should see how he suffered. His first wife was a thorn in his flesh. Trouble. He married three times. But the first wife died. He didn't divorce her. She died. Married again. She died. Then she married a young one. The third one, she married. He died before her. But when he was dying with the third one, he, you know what he told the, the, the wife? The third wife. 
He said, please, when I die, bury me by my second wife. Not the first one at all. <laughs> by the second one. <laughs> I don't want to be by that one. I want to be by <laughs> Because the second one was good. And the third one was good. That's why those of you who are not married, be careful who you marry. Those of us who are married too late. You can't. <laughs> you see? And the more, so when some people leave, you know that your life gets better. How many of you know that when some people leave, your life gets better? Yes. You can ask those our young people who go to university. If the right people come into their life, find out their life is getting better. If the wrong ones are around them, if some man come, you know, we got daughters, and say, mm, your eyes look nice, and begin to sweeten them up. By the time they, they are not studying, they are thinking of the man and thinking of that foolish boy and all of this nonsense. <laughs> Saying sweet things. And then their focus is taken from God. And then he said that they don't become the world changers. You need to pray that God should put such people far from your children. Far from your children. Even in primary school, God got to put some children far from your children. Oh, yes. Because just one wrong person comes into their life and their things are messed up. So God spoke to Joshua. When what? The situation, when Moses what? Died. Before then, the man has not heard God's one voice. So those of you who have not heard God's voice, relax. You will hear God's voice. Amen. Get rid of that crazy friend from your life. That friend who's always complaining about church and gossiping. Get rid of them. Yeah. Then you hear God. You will not hear God for as long as that person mm. is there. Because why will God speak to you when you are hearing wrong negative things? It will not help you. Yeah. Me, my friends, I pick my very, very careful. Extremely, extremely careful. Hello? Yeah. Oh, yes. My friends are few. But serious in the things of God. Hallelujah. Yeah, serious. May you get such friends in this year. Yeah. Hallelujah. So let's see some of the things my time is. So when things get this, don't get discouraged, please. That's why we should encourage one another. Because look, in all of this, Satan will attack us. If you say Satan should not attack you, please. It's not a good prayer to pray because God cannot even answer that prayer. Rather, ask God to give you what? Strength and encouragement so that in any opposition, you can what? Prevail against it. The fifth thing God told Joshua is this, verse 7 and 8, Chris, please. Be strong and very courageous. Mm-hmm. Be careful to obey all the instructions. Be all what? Be careful. Yeah. Be what? Be careful. Now, I think we should ask ourselves when we're reading the Bible. God that told me I'll be with you. No man can stand you. Wherever your feet step, I'll give to you. So why would God tell him, be careful to obey? You see, at the when you read the Bible, understand the scriptures very God was telling him, that's what I've told you all of this. There are conditions what? Attached. I don't want you to have all these WhatsApp messages. You will be blessed. This will... People should be talking about the conditions. Yes. That if you, you and I stop being proud and stop being arrogant and humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, you, people should be sending those messages 2019 and stop sending all these messages without telling you that there are conditions attached to them. So God told him, be Careful. Oh, Lord. I wish I had time to just, I just to impart. God said, be careful to obey. You know, to be careful. Then it says, when somebody tells you, be careful. Be careful to drive in the right lane, not in the bus lane. Mm. Hello? Or what will you get? Tickets. 
Those blood suckers will send you tickets. Just driving in that thing for one, just 30 seconds, 70 pounds. 80 pounds. So be careful. It's my car, it's not your car. I'm getting you to drive. Don't go into any bus lane. Be careful. The letters will not come to you. Be careful to drive in the right lane. God is telling him that. Joshua, be careful to obey. No some Oh, the Lord that my servant Moses what gave you. Then go. What, did, what does he say? Do not deviate. Do not what? Deviate. Kadija, do not deviate. No matter the temptation, don't deviate to the right Amen. or to the left. Amen. Keep the word of the Lord. Amen. You see, God needs to trust you to give you certain things. Amen. Keep it. Joshua, may you keep it. Celeste, may you not deviate. May you not give any excuse. It's when I said that means that the enemy will tempt you for excuse. No more excuse for your life. Don't deviate to the left nor to the right. Keep all the laws that my servant Moses gave to you. Then it goes on to one of the most popular scriptures. Verse 8. This book of the law. Go on quick. Study this book of instructions continually. Meditate on it day and night. Study it what? Continually. Notice this kind of words that describe what the instructions. Meditate upon it what? Day and night. Now, please don't forget the instruction God gave. God says, I'm with you. You will win. You will conquer. No man can stand you. At the same time, in the same voice, God is also telling him that what? Be careful to what? Obey. And be careful to what? Meditate in the book. Day and night. And then what? So you will be sure to obey everything written on it. So you will be sure to obey everything. Go on. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Only then. then. But it seems contradictory. Have you noticed it? It seems as if God is contradicting himself. The man, God has told me already, no man can stand before you. Wherever you tread, you'll be victorious. I've given all the land to you. you crush every enemy. But then God tells him, for the, there's only one way for you to succeed. You know what? If you work with God, there's what God does and what the human being must do. You must always identify them. Usually, the reason why God is waiting is that we haven't done what we have to what? do on our part. It's not God who is delaying the prayers at all. It's, I like that. What version of the Bible is that? NLT. New Living Trust says, only then will you be successful. Can you begin to identify some reasons why you and I have not been successful in certain things? It is not God. Don't blame God. It's not even prayer. It's at times it's just simple word. Obedience to God. So, what you need to learn is this. You must meditate and obey the word of God. That is the fifth instruction. You must meditate and obey divine word. Instruction. And then the final one, verse 9. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. God finally tells him, Joshua, don't be afraid. 
This time God says, I'm commanding you. Be strong and be carried. Wherever you go, Sister Jane, God says, I'm with you. It means this. You and I must overcome every fear we have. I don't know. Every fear I have, you have, you must conquer it. Why? It's on the basis of what God is telling me. That God is telling me, be strong and be courageous. Don't be afraid. I am with you wherever you go. Your consciousness of God with you gives you victory. Knowing that God is with you gives you tremendous victory. Knowing that God is with you makes you feel relaxed in the face of what? Fearful what? Situations. In the face of what? Overwhelming situations. Hallelujah. In this 2019, you will fear no more. Because you will keep God's word and you know that God is with you. I want to end by telling you this. And then we're going to be praying soon. If you follow this instruction, because some of us are going to be like Joshua's. Amen. You're going to kill certain Goliath. You're going to bring some walls down. Amen. The walls of you are going to enter some territory where Amen. God will what? Will cause you to be exposed. Amen. It will catapult you into some realms. I don't know. And please don't think about how God is going to do it. Don't sit down and plan how God is going to do it. Never, because you have no clue how God is going to do it. You have no idea. So don't think you can plan and scheme. Another, yes, I know that sister, yeah, if I connect with her, things will be wonderful. No. I said what? Because maybe the person, you, the person will be in Sainsbury's. Hello? Oh, yes. Maybe the person you are going to marry, Diane, you meet them in Tesco. You are shopping, something for you, you pick. And when you pick, you look in their face, then the eye lock. Ah, things are working. Ah. Then you know the Holy Ghost will tell you. You will feel this is the one. You exchange telephone uh, numbers. Then you come and see me first before you go further. <laughs> Pastor John, <laughs> you don't want to go too far. <laughs> It will surprise you that can happen. You can't plan how God is going to do the thing. Oh, I'm going to go on the, what is it again? I think this year, uh, what? Dating. dating, yes, dating connections. What is it called again? Christian dating. <laughs> you go, the thing is not working. God says, it is me who will give you a husband or a wife. Trust me. I'm not saying don't go on that day. If God tells you to go, go. But not everybody should go. Because you can go and pick some dangerous person. That can mess your whole life up. Just trust God. That's all. It sounds so, so crazy. I see. Just trust God. Live your life. Do the right thing. And God will make the thing work. So, so if I don't go to functions, how will it work? Oh, so your function is how God is going to use you. are bigger than God. <laughs> God knows how to work things out. Because to be a miracle, you'll be there one day. You will feel something that go to this place. I see something is urging you. That's when the miracle is not your own understanding and your own plans. Yes. And then you know that the marriage will be sweet because it is born of God. Hallelujah. It's not born from your own engineering. You've been engineering for the last five years. The thing is not working. It's time to relax and believe God. Don't tell God the time is going. Relax. Just serve God. Pursue God. 
For as long as Uzziah served the Lord and sought God, God made him to prosper. It is God's will that you marry and enjoy marriage and children. It's God's will. It's not the devil's will. Hallelujah. But for God to do it, God will do it his own way. That you have, I have no clue. You have no clue how it's going to work. Hallelujah. Let me end with, and I'll carry on. And I've got a few minutes. God is with you. Remember what I said, Uzziah, as long as he sought God, God made him to prosper. We are going to see it in different dimensions. Go, I'll read Exodus chapter 33, verse 14 to 16. Exodus 33. For me, this has been my guide, not just this year, for many, many years. And I try to pursue that. God, I want my testimony to be that God is with John Dompre. Amen. I want God to be with me so much that when I pray simple prayers for people, miracles happen. Amen. People will testify that this man, when he prays for you, not any long prayers, you know. No. Kojo, may the Lord have mercy and bless, and it happens. Because of my prayers. Not because of you. You know, in, in Job, he talks about that. He said, if you make God your gold... If you throw away gold and make God your gold, then you make God your this. Then by your hand shall the world, even guilty people, be released. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. That's the kind of life I want before I die. I want God so to just put something upon me that when you are in trouble and you come to me, just simple prayers, you know. Or oh, what is your trouble? You want a new job? Father, in the name of Jesus, give her money a new job. Jesus, case closed. Then it happens. Because I have made God my gold. So whatever I say, because whatever God says, I want to honor. Mm. Me to whatever I say, God honors it. Amen. Is that not a powerful place to be? Oh, yes. They make God very, very important to you. So let's look at Exodus 33, 14 to 16. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Verse 15. Then Moses said to him, you should put your name there, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us from here. Wow, what a prayer. <laughs> because God had told him, look, listen to this. God had told him, I'll give you an angel. Some of us, if God said he will give us an angel, we'll be so excited. God said, my angel will go with you. I don't want to go with you, Moses, because the people, you are, they are so rebellious, they are this, they are this, I may kill them, so I don't want to go. Then Moses said, God, if you will not go with me, then me too, I'm not even moving what? An inch. That should, look, listen to these old leaders and these ancient fathers. They knew something we should learn from. Moses knew that if God was with him, everything was going to be all right. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling everything's going to be on the basis that God is with you. If God is with you, so Moses said, God, I ain't going nowhere. Can you pray that kind of prayer? At times I pray in my room. I say, God, I'm not getting up till I sense your presence before I get up from this couch. Pray for five hours so nothing is happening. It means you are not going. And every circumstance will tell you, get up. There are other things. You... <laughs> there you see. When you sense the presence, you know it's time. Then Moses, God, if your presence will not go with us as a church, I beg you, God, don't take us anywhere. 
Look at verse 6 in the reason why. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the surface of the earth? What a prayer. Don't be praying and asking God for cars and for houses. No, 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 no. Ask God for what? His presence. He said, Moses said, how will people know that you are with John Dumpre? God, how will they know? How can people know that you are with me? Unless your presence, in fact, Joshua did the same thing. He didn't have time to go into Joshua's story. God told Joshua in chapter 2, he said, Joshua, today I'm going to magnify you before the people. I'm going to show the people that as I was with Moses, so am I with you. I will let the people know. You see, you need to let God do that in your life. Since I need to know that in Mori, let God share that God is with Janet Dugan in Mori. They must testify that God is with you. Amen. Yes. Amen. But there are conditions. Say conditions. <laughs> Anytime there are blockages and so forth, which you ask yourself, am I fulfilling the conditions? So Moses knew a secret. David knew a secret. For thou art with me. Therefore I will fear no evil. Moses, I beg God, all that I want is your presence with me as a pastor to lead this, and I'm okay. I don't need to know everything. All I want, be with me. All I need, be with me. When I stand in the stead of Christ to minister, let it be known that God you are with me. Amen. Then God will ask you, John, are you obedient to me? Mm. Have you humbled yourself before me? Mm. You want me to glorify by you. Do you glorify me? Do you honor me in secret, in private? That, those are the questions God is going to ask me. This church is supposed to produce giant killers, history makers, world changers. Amen. How do you think it's going to happen? Unless God is with us. Because if we could do it in our own strength, then we don't need God. Chris, you have to go very fast. I want you to read a few scriptures. I think because of that, I'm going to show you a few scriptures. So, Kwabna, you also will read because of time. By the way, we've entered 2019 already. Amen. It happened some hours ago in, uh, in Australia. My friend called me there. Over nine hours ago, New Zealand is gone. All these kind of things. <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> we will celebrate and America will still be sleeping. We wake up five hours later and the whole thing is going. <laughs> That's why I say people's times and season are all what? Different. So just relax. Eh? Two minutes of time, you have your shoutings. Christ, you will come and lead that one. The shout I don't have the voice for the shouting. <laughs> so... Chris, you read First Chronicles 11. I come now. You read First Samuel 18, 12 to 24. I want to show you a few people that, and then Celeste, you read for me First Chronicles 1, 1, Second Chronicles 1, 1, because I want to combine that and see a few things. Is that okay? Did you get all your verses? Chris, First Chronicles 11, 9. Come now, First Samuel 18, 12 to 24, and then Second Chronicles 1, 1. Start with yours. What does it say? Now Solomon, the son of God, was strengthened in his kingdom, and the Lord his God was with him. Uh -huh. Solomon was strengthened. 
Because God was, I want to scream and shout this into your ears. Because God was with him. Like Moses said, God, unless your presence is with me, don't take me anywhere. May that be your number one prayer and go for the coming year. God be with me. Diane, people see that God is with you. They say, how can this small girl be controlling things? They want to know the secret. The secret is that God is with you. Praise. And David became more and more powerful. He became what? More and more powerful. Uh-huh. Because the Lord of Heaven's armies was with him. Uh, you should be saying amen. I don't, I'm not feeling the vibe that you understand what I'm trying to tell you. David became what? More and more stronger and because God was with him. That is all. Uzziah sought the Lord and the Lord made him to prosper. I don't know what you are seeking. Young ladies, are you here? Those of you who are not married. Seek not for a husband. Seek the Lord. Because the husband is in the Lord. <laughs> and then when you say this, you are not talking reality. <laughs> Kojo, the woman is in the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Your promotion is in the Lord. So if you pursue and cry for anything, cry for the presence of God. Don't lie in your room and be crying for a husband. Cry for God. And God will deliver some package to you, eh? You say, I never dreamed you to be so sweet. <laughs> they say marriage was troublesome, but marriage is sweet. Mm. Mm. Some one missionary to uh, Rwanda. He married, he's a Ghanaian, and he married a Rwandan, Rwandanese or whatever. He said, and he told his bishop, Bishop, my marriage is sweet. <laughs> May that be your testimony. Amen. All the people who marry Ghanaians, they are suffering. He said, my other pastors who married, the things are not working. <laughs> What I'm trying to say that if therefore a Peruvian can marry the Peruvian, don't say, I'm a Ghanaian, so I have to marry a Ghanaian. Okay, go ahead. Mentioning tribes and those. Yes. He said, Pastor, my Rwandan wife is sweet and the ministry is beautiful, it's nice. Then the bishop said, my other pastors who marry Ghanaians, things are not working. <laughs> things are tough for them. <laughs> the wife are giving them trouble. What I'm trying to say is this. You see, when I'm speaking like that, at times I'm speaking prophetically to you. Because yes. the man that God may bring may not be in the package you want. Yes. So, but God gives us the desires of our heart. Yes. If I were you, those people who let God choose always get the best. Yes. It's a secret. If you let God choose, you'll get the best. Yes. Or you can choose yourself and get second or third best. Read David's one for me. Now Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him. Huh? Read it again. Now Saul was afraid of David. Why was he afraid? Because the Lord was with him. May people be afraid of you because God is with you. <laughs> I'm preaching very good. I'm not feeling the vibe. <sighs> Do you know that when Joshua sent the spies to, the, uh, to Jericho, yes. you know what the prostitute said? He said, all of us, our legs are shaking because we are heard that the God of the heavens and the earth is with you. <laughs> and you are afraid of the devil. Mm. 
the nemesis of David, his mentor Saul, was afraid of David because God was with him. Because he heard the women singing, Praise the Lord, Saul has killed thousands. Praise the Lord, David has killed ten thousands. <laughs> he knew that God was with him more than him. <laughs> Which if God is with you, you get all the film connections, all the things they'll be chasing you for, for this thing. You become a film star. You go on ITV, they'll be interviewing you. Pierce Morgan will be interviewing you. They say because of Jesus. Oh, yes! You think it can happen? Let God be with you. They say, but this one, he hasn't been to acting school, he hasn't been here. They say, oh, God is with me. Oh, yes. You think life, life is about connections, you know? It's whom you know. But the best person you know must be Jesus. Amen. David, Saul was afraid. I don't know what is that's you. The enemy you think, those witches, they are afraid of you. Amen. And you are the one afraid. They are, look, they are terrified of you. Mm. Because they have heard that God is with you. Amen. You know, some demons will be discussing. Jesus, we know. Paladino, we've heard of. But you, who are you? <laughs> the demon say, hey, don't go close to Paulo and Jesus. But you? <laughs> you see, you must be known in hell. Yes. The demons must know that God is with you. Yes. They came by night to eat your flesh, and they fell from the skies. When you got up from bed, had died. In your front yard. Hallelujah. Because they came by night, and then they saw the fire of God, and they were quiet. Yes. Then they'll go and testify. May the Lord not kill them. May they'll go back to the uncap and say, I'm not going again. Oh. God is with that man. <laughs> God is with life center. Amen. We should not try at all. You see all my broken tooth and this year? <laughs> may, your, may the testimony of life center be like that. Amen. That is why you should pray fire in prayers. And be strong in the Lord. And God is with us. Amen. So we will not fear. Amen. I like that. Saul was afraid of David because Saul himself recognized that God was with him. There's more. Go on, please, quickly. Therefore, Saul removed him from his presence mm -hmm. and made him his captain over a thousand. Mm -hmm. And he went out and came in before the people. And David behaved wisely in all his ways. And the Lord was with him. Ah, once again. I, you see, when, that, when there's repetition of certain phrases, that should tell you that the number one thing you should long for, God must be with you. At times we want to know people. Hmm? Joshua. It might be said that God is with Joshua. Amen. So you have to be very serious in serving God. Very, very serious. How old are you? 16. 16. So by 18, your fame has spread abroad. Amen. You can do that. Amen. Or you do your little shenanigans. Or you can make God your number one and seek him. And as long as Joshua sought the Lord, the Lord made him to prosper. He'll be giving you promotion. You to become a film star. Which film do you want to act in? James Bond. The first black James Bond. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes. 
So I say, it cannot happen. That is when you know it's God. Yeah. God is the one who makes things happen. Yeah. So in all your pursuit, pursue God. Yeah. It's not easy pursuing God. Mm. Because the devil will do everything under this F to prevent you and I from seeking God. In fact, there's a scripture, I think, somewhere, the last book of the Bible, it says that, do we serve God for no profit? I think one is in Isaiah as well. Nobody can serve God and do no profit. He said, have we sought the Lord in vain? Never. I have sought God. I have worked with God over 45 years. From my childhood. When I was a baby. And the Lord has been kind to me. Amen. I have not even seen that the tip of what God wants me to be yet. Yes. If I'm to tell you. But it's like who have been delaying God. Mm. By now I should be firing. Mm. Mm. Hitting the stars. Orion and Palladis. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, but distractions and being distracted here and different things. But thank God is a God who is able to reverse this. Amen. As I put my life in alignment. Amen. I will fire before I die. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Mm. Joseph is also another one of the most powerful stories about if God is with you. I like these stories. I will read that one myself. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials. Oh, three minutes to time. Chris, come on. I didn't see the time. What is the, the, the refrain of that song again? You cannot get me down. Uh-huh. You cannot get me down. We are entering 2019. You cannot get me down. May this song be, be forever etched in the history of life and time. That in 2019 we entered, you cannot get me down. Then what is the other one? Because Jesus is on my side or what? What is the other one? You cannot get me down. Jesus, Jesus. Me up. You, are, you, you are forgotten that thing. No, no, no. <laughs> you cannot get me down. Yes. I've got Jesus. Jesus got uh-huh. me down. Okay, so I will call you a minute to time. <laughs> <laughs> it's got three minutes. My time is accurate, yeah? Three minutes to me. <laughs> Two minutes. Are you sure yours is right? Yeah. That's I say all of this thing, eh? <laughs> okay, two minutes. Chris, come and flow. I'll give you the two minutes. Whatever you want to say, when it's time, just blow your horn and then we'll all flow. So just carry on. You, the floor is yours. Then I'll carry you, we'll pray. <laughs> Are we ready to pray today?